In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for. But we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Want if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Unsolicited Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jack, and talking through the internet, I'm with Tommy and Kelly. Hey, guys. Hey, Kelly uh, doesn't look happy or happy with me at all. No, we're starting this uh, basically 90 minutes late. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm not upset with you. I thought it was funny that you said my life is goo right before we started recording. But I just feel so weird because of the brain zaps are so intense that I feel like I'm on a mushroom trip that I don't want to be on anymore. And now it's getting to the point where every time I shift my eyes and, you know, I have that like tingly body sensation, I can, I can hear inside my brain things going. It's like so there's Cal, so, sound effects. So Cal, for the people who don't understand what brain zap is and why they happen, can you explain that? Cause I, I, I know because I've been there, I've, but I, they're probably like, what's the brain zap? They're like, so yeah, I is this a medical term they, you come up with? No, it's actually like when I, when I've, when it happened to me a few months ago, I like looked it up once I figured out what it was and that's like what it's actually called. But um, I am currently weaning myself off of my meds because they're not really doing anything to help me. And so I want to try a mushroom microdosing regimen. So I want to just like have a clean slate, but in the process of weaning it off, I'm like withdrawing from the meds. And so I kind of describe it as like, Anytime I shift my eyes to a different, like I don't even have to move my head if my if I look to the right, I get tingles all through my body, like in my elbows and my wrists, my legs, everything, and then it almost feels like it's so hard to explain. It's it feels like a trip where like my body has like my brain and my body has to catch up to where my eyes went. Yeah, it's like, it's like a it's like a it's like a glitch. Yeah, you know, like, it, like it's it just feels like, like a, jumping universes. Like, like my body moving slowly, and it's, it's like onion skinning. It's yeah, when, when I we, when I was weaning off of uh, what uh, what's the one with the little bouncing ball, Zoloft, little round uh-huh. guy. Um, I had the same thing. Now I I don't know if this is the first time you're starting to. How long? How many days have you been with the zap? Uh, this is like the fourth day. <laughs> okay, so when you go to sleep at night, do you like feel like uh, you just have like you get the jumps, you know? Uh, no, or wake honestly, up in the middle of the night. Sleeping is actually okay. Um, it's just everything else, and it's it's pretty strong today. So it's like, yeah, I guess when you were talking about glitching, if you think about an animated thing where somebody is like about to disappear from, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or they're like that that technical glitch because it's a hologram that we're seeing like that is the perfect explanation of how it feels like how you would assume that feels it's like this fuzzy not everything's there i fucking i I, I would equate it to so you can understand and get your mind around this like let's think about a vhs tape an old one that every once in a while that just just that makes that noise and does that yeah (laughs) and it's just like what the hell was that yeah and then it just. Oh, lasts I'm sorry to day. hear that. That that's a but. But you know what? Four days in, that's it. it you're almost. I think you're on the other side. I think. I'm hoping today. Down. Today feels really strong, so I'm hoping it's like. The, are you sure you don't want to take your pills? <laughs> Last chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but right, I. Well, still, but some. Go ahead. You have to be careful of actual depression, no? Well, it, it is know? funny like actual... because I've been so weepy today. And like, I'm not sad about anything, but like every TV show I watch, like somebody says something nice and I'm just like, that's so nice. (laughs) So I don't know if it's because Mercury's in retrograde or because I'm weaning or because, you know, I'm a girl and we have feelings, whatever it is. It's, it's a, no, you know what? I I get that too as well, Kelly, because, um, I'm not saying I cried everything when that happened, but, uh. What you do, real? What, what's basically what's happening is because I've been there, and actually, when you get past the zap, you're gonna actually feel like, oh, this is pretty cool again. Like your creativity will come back uh-huh. because really, what you're doing when you're on that stuff is you're kind of numbing a certain portion of emotion, which is in the same family as anxiety, mm-hmm. right? So if you are numbing that portion of it, 
you're numbing a lot of other sensations too. So all of a sudden when I start getting off on it, you'll be like, Oh, I actually, that Hallmark commercial actually was touching that. <laughs> and that's what, that's what really made me think like, Oh shit, these things really do kind of stifle your creative cre- creatively sometimes because creativity is all about emotions, happy mm-hmm. and sad. And, 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 and you kind of, you, you draw from them for creativity. And when you're on those things, for I remember I was like, no wonder why I haven't been able to write a script in five, six years I was on this. I just like, I don't draw from anything. And then all of a sudden you start to feel things like, I would have never cried about that two weeks ago. or So so there is a little bit of that too. Yeah. Saying, you know. That's Which, why I was you know, worried about right. getting on meds in the first place because I was so worried that that would happen. But it, it never, I guess with the meds, it's so gradual that you never notice a big change, but then when you get off of them, it's just like, like everything's just destroyed, but they didn't help me do anything. So it's like, what's the point? Well, you know, what's exciting is the other part of that is you mentioned that you were going to try a new method. (laughs) That seems pretty cool. This micro dosing with shrooms. Yeah. So that's like all the rage these days. What's that? Yeah. Well, I feel so badly because Jack has not spoken a word, but um, hold on, buddy. We're, you're I realized my mic was plugged into the wrong hole, so uh, it wasn't working properly anyway. So I figured that right. out. Perfect. The old wrong uh, hole. <laughs> I saw this. Uh, I saw this company on Instagram called First Person, and they have these like um, mushroom capsules that are already microdosed and all of that stuff. And there's like one for energy. There's one for creativity. There's one for nighttime or whatever. And I've never reached out to a company before. But I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I'm like a huge proponent of mushrooms. Like I'm very open about it on my social media. I'm very open about my mental health and all of that stuff. So like if there's any any way that we could like partner on something, I would love that. And they're like, yeah, we'll send you product, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's right on, like, it's right on brand. I reached out and – So on brand. Yeah. It, it like and – I, and I also said like I co-host this podcast with Jim Jeffries and he's – you know, he's a big proponent of it. And like, he's open about his mental health too. I just feel like if there's a, if this is something that works for me, I want to be able to fucking talk about it to everyone. Like I'm, I, I'm very passionate about people being able to find things that help their mental health because obviously I've struggled so much. So like, I want to go through this journey and if it's something that helps me, like I want to be able to put it out there for people because mushrooms are now just finally coming into the conversation and not being looked at as like, you're a fucking terrible person. If you do them, it's like, it's becoming widely accepted and like, Holy shit. What if we could all feel a lot better if we were microdosing Yeah, about about as natural as uh, marijuana and marijuana seems to get a pass. So, yeah. So uh, I'm excited to try those. Yeah, that's cool. And, 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 and so they said you have to be off. No, they didn't. It actually, I reached out to them after I had started weaning off, but I was like, oh, this is actually perfect timing too, because I'll be able to give a realistic impression of what the products are because I'm not um, taking anything else. You know, you know, ayahuasca makes you, if you like sign up for like a retreat or something, they make you get off all meds too. Oh, really? A month in advance. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Because they said it's like you don't want to, it's like in order to get the real effects, plus they'll they'll talk about on a spiritual level saying like mother ayahuasca doesn't want to be, you know, mixed with anything else that's going to mess with your brain chemistry. You're also playing with it. And if you really want the effects of it, the best effects of it, that you shouldn't be on any uh, SSRs or whatever the hell those things are. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Exciting. Good stuff. Everyone got a mental health lesson and a mushroom uh, ad right out of the gate. Now, Jack, what's, what's, what are you, what are you up to? Do you hear this? Yeah. No, no, I, I hear you, but I don't hear that. Great. Then the mic's still wrong. Whatever. <laughs> we'll live with it. You can talk to it just for, 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 uh, you know, a well, otherwise I don't hear my voice. So <laughs> my I can hear you. Fucked up today. I can well, hear yeah, you. it's this mic over here. There you go. Yeah, so now you're just one. holding the other mic as a prop? Well, that way I can hear myself. Otherwise, I'm like this, and I can't really hear it. Now it sounds weird to myself. I don't so hear now. myself ever, so I'm just, I just, I need to head. You can't hear. You guys. Exactly. I'm old, man. My wife's in the a, room. Are you in a hotel room? No, I'm in my bedroom, but ja- Jackie's. He's a minimalist, remember? He has nothing. I, I, I originally came in here because she was doing makeup. Gotcha, because you're room. normally in your office, right? Yeah. Okay. You want to say hello? She doesn't want to say hello. She's <laughs> now she's running late. Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio, my wife, is going on uh, JJ Whitehead's podcast right now nice. in, uh, in Francisco, right? 
Yeah. Stand by with JJ Whitehead and Francisco, kind of friends of the show, I'd say. Yeah. Or Jim in, in our world. Because uh, Francisco was here in my apartment, apparently, doing a podcast last week. You know, the old podcast world is just all intermingled. You know, well, JJ's never invited any of us on his podcast. We had him on ours. So, like, what the fuck is the deal, JJ? Huh? Yeah, we made I think this one created. Yeah, you. I think this Francisco book. We created you. <laughs> exactly. <I can> pay <laughs> your made, respects, uh, bitch. <laughs> we put you in this world. We'll take you out. But um, That's right. I'll turn this fucking car around. <laughs> Jackie's got a new podcast. My wife's got a new podcast coming out very soon called um, "Where Should We Eat." With Jacqueline Marfuji, which is yeah, I want to be on it. The number one yeah, question in our in our world. Uh, Jack is a great guest for that because Jack is actually, you know, he pretty much does a little study every day of where should we eat. And uh, Jack, yep. yeah, Jack Hackett. Yeah, I'm he in. Be, he should, he I got so many show. wrecks, so many wrecks. Huh. And and Kelly seems like where should we eat because she spends most of her time on um, uh, dash yeah. DoorDash or something. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a DoorDash episode. <laughs> what, what, do you use DoorDash or Chive? What, what are they? What are they all uh, now? I know that Postmates yeah. is gone. No, I'm pretty what much Postmates gone? through and through. Postmates is gone. No, what do you mean? Not. Oh, they were bought up by Uber, right? Oh well, okay, but that it's. I mean, it still says Postmates. Were they? Now. When I I tried to order something from Postmates like two weeks ago, and I just watched some lady drive around LA for two hours, and then I called Postmates and said, "What the fuck is this?" And they were like. Oh, Postmates is, uh, was bought by Uber Eats, so you have to use their app. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> you order she, Postmates thought, and like a black SUV shows up. Hey, we're taking you to the airport. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I ordered, I ordered Postmates. It was food. like Taco Bell, and I watched some lady drive home on my phone. <laughs> I watched a car leave further and further away. I was like, look at a getaway car. I thought she was like running from the police or something. I'm like, she's got my Taco Bell. Oh, well, speaking God. of getaways, oh. what about that uh, prison um guard who escaped with the prisoner and then took the cops mm-hmm. on a car chase and then died. I assume well, she tried she shooting out. to kill herself and it didn't work at first and then eventually it paid off. It was a woman? Yeah. yeah. It was a real yeah, so yeah, like, I guess I was redneck uh, Romeo and Juliet situation. <laughs> Wait, she stole. She, but they she, have, she, but they have the same last name in this story. Yeah, it's, it's very okay. So she was a prison guard or whatever. Fell like in twenty love, years at this prison yeah, or jail, like, whatever it was. She fell in love with a prisoner. Fell in love with a prisoner, and so she took him. Like she was supposed to be taking him somewhere. Uh, for right something. to court, the courthouse, or yeah, which was like a that. lie. It was a big lie, and she they just fled. She sold and, her house like the month before. Yeah, like all of her assets were like all of like all of the shit was figured out beforehand. They fled and then now she's dead. She fled, she dead. You know? Wow. Yep. So she was basically carrying on a relationship with the prisoner for all those years and just wanted to eventually spend some time with him. I wonder yeah. if they got to like be intimate before she died. I mean, maybe that oh, was the honeymoon. <laughs> but did, did, wait, did she, did she die in the process of the? Of she the, died of in the, the car, like after, right after the car chase. I think the car chase ended. Oh, so poorly. there was a car. She never even got to get to the, the hotel for no. some banging. No. Oh no, I think she did because they escaped, and then I think it was maybe like a week later the update happened. Oh, okay, so they, had, they had a honeymoon for a week. Oh, that's nice. That, that must have been that's a her, that's, that that's nice. a movie. That's a Netflix special. Honeymoon oh, on the lamb. It's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be a fucking movie. yeah. You know. I, honeymoon. Um, I was up till three o'clock in the morning last night watching. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I watched started watching it months ago. Sorry, hold on. It's st- called Prisoner of Love. Anyway, go ahead. I love that. Great idea. <laughs> Damn it! To write that up, and we can Damn just kind of make it like um, my make it like uh, natural born killers, but a lot of psychedelic weird things with mushrooms involved and stuff and all that. Okay. Um, but I watched uh, the Staircase documentary uh, oh, only yeah. because only because I started. Well, like I watched one episode. Wait, I have of the no idea what that is. All right, so the Netflix oh, uh, documentary called The Staircase. And I watched one episode of it months ago, maybe a year ago, when maybe during the pandemic. And then apparently HBO has uh, HBO Max has got a movie out with Colin Firth and uh, the show. Colette. Yeah. yeah, like an actual show movie about it, which they about what, what a lot of people are doing. Okay, so about Jack, the, the, whole the documentary incident. is about this guy who's an author, his wife, um, he 
he uh, found her at the bottom of the staircase, like bloody and all that stuff. And she was like nearly dead, blah, blah, blah. She died. So there's this whole trial about like, he, oh, that was the to, owl thing, right? Yeah, so there's the owl theory. And so HBO now has a dramatized series of this trial and all of that stuff because like, he, he was doing the documentary as like the discovery periods were happening and all that stuff. So we're seeing all yeah, it's just, and, and, the But the documentary is amazing because they, they had the foresight to, to like a French company decide to come in there and they have these guys in the actual movie movie. Uh, but actually, in the actual documentary, these French guys are coming in to just document this whole trial from from the beginning. So it's kind of weird to see this stuff in real life and almost in real time. I mean, the amount of footage they probably had. But I was just co- totally blown away by the, the lawyer and how good of a defense lawyer he was. I mean, yeah. it, some of those episodes gave me goosebumps when he made these state employees, which they're all idiots to begin with. The one lady who was like the prosecutor was just like they, they, they were horrible. And like and he was poking holes and everything. Hey, Jackie, take care. Have a good time. Um, bye, Jackie. Take care. Have a good time. You should the, the, the said goodbye. Jackie, everyone said bye. Too, you haven't seen in five years. She, she hey, said hey, bye, hey. guys. Bye. So anyway, the move the movie's pretty good and yes. it's pretty accurate and it's and it's fun to watch something that they recreate. Basically, they they wrote this movie off of the documentary and it's like some characters are spot on and others are like, well, how did you get that guy? You know? Yeah, I was but, so uh, confused because I didn't realize that they were coming out with a show about it, and so somebody. Somebody had posted on Instagram like, "Oh my God, this this ama- like this amazing series on HBO, The Staircase," and I was like, "Yeah, you're about fucking three years too late." Yeah. Like- well, the funny <laughs> thing is, they, they like show uh, HBO will give you two or three episodes to tease you and get you locked, and then you're mm-hmm. stuck with it. You know, you're not going to cancel because now they do it. They don't they don't give you everything at first. Right. So I got a little impatient. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to watch the documentary and find out what happened because I just have to, you know. And then I still watched until three o'clock in the morning and it was, it was like, I'm on episode nine and I still have no idea how she died, who got in trouble. Like, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Right. I, so I'm not you even... know, the owl theory is what I'm going with. Well, you have to tell me what the owl theory means. So, um, they went through all of this, like they, they were saying like, she couldn't have just fallen down the stairs because she had these like scratch marks and all of this stuff. Like she, it seemed like she went through a struggle. And if you notice when you're watching the show, she's constantly looking up into the sky because an owl is screeching. So they're they're paying homage to the owl theory in the show right now without being super obvious unless you Copy already that. know about just, it. Just like they were throwing little things about the son and how he had some type of issue and yeah. also uh, how, how right from the get-go that guy came in and, and talked to the forensic and started to try and coach her about what she he wanted her to put on the piece of paper. Like they they threw little yeah. things in that eventually. So basically occurred. they're saying the owl theory is that she she got attacked by an owl and like was kind of fighting it off of her because the scratch marks on her skull were were very reminiscent of what the claw would look like and I think that they found maybe a feather in the in the door and stuff like that. So there's there's you know stuff there there's about as much proof for the owl theory as there is for any of their other theories because they never really, it didn't seem like they ever came to a resolution. Well, the, the blow pole, the blow poke, yeah. they blew that theory up because they found it dusted in the corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? It hasn't been used. And it was, anyway, I think we're getting too inside baseball yeah, guys. Yeah, the staircase, yeah, the it. documentary is, and the movie is actually a great representation of it, but you'll enjoy it. Um, I got a message here. Anyone else have anything important, big stuff, life stuff going on? Um, they want to share to well, these I, I was just going to share with you why I think it is very important that people are protesting out of the Supreme Court justices' houses, and not not I don't yeah, want to get like a super spicy on it, but I think what a lot of oh they're like, actually outside of the where they live, not yeah, just like, like the courthouse, Kavanaugh's yeah, they're, 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 house and stuff like that. Oh, okay. In but, DC, I, I assume. But it's, but it's all like peaceful protests. Like people are writing and on side with sidewalk chalk and being like you know, pat, like whatever abortion rights or healthcare, yeah. like shit like that. And I think with the abortion debate, a lot of people solely only think of the possibility that somebody had sex and wasn't responsible and didn't think about the fact that they get pregnant, but it is truly healthcare because there are so many miscarriages and ectopic pregnancies and all of that stuff that are, that you can only save the mother via abortion and so like by by 
by striking down Roe v. v. Wade, so many people are going to fucking die. And if you're truly pro-life, then this can't be the resolution. And when you think about like trans rights and, and gay rights and women's rights and all that stuff, all of the things that conservatives are trying to do to us, it's about bodily autonomy and telling people what they can and cannot do with their own bodies. So I'm just really not perturbed by somebody making a decision to strip me of my rights being a little bothered outside at their home you know they can yeah people outside the home not them. infringing on anyone's rights yeah. just comfortability yeah exactly it's like i'm i'm taking yeah. away the rights of everybody and now i'm uncomfortable in my home like fucking christine blazy ford had to move four times because she testified against Brett Kavanaugh. She had to move four times and he never spoke up about that. So I do not fucking care about Brett Kavanaugh's comfortability at home. He can go hide in a hotel for all I care. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Brett Kavanaugh fan. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, they're doing it in front of Justice Roberts and some of the other guys as well. But yeah, the but point is, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never for like, you know, you always hear something like, oh, they're, they were kind of, a t- they're going after his family and making, you know, da, da, da. So, but you always hear that stuff. But, you're right. This is a bigger issue. Let me read something to you that I kind of, that I truly honestly believe. I may, I may, you may, guys may think I'm conservative about, about things, but what I truly honestly believe about this whole thing, I'm not pro, I'm, I'm, I usually, I don't try, I try not to have too much of an opinion because I'm a straight white male and everyone, I should, I should just shut the fuck up. But no, you um, shouldn't shut the fuck I'm, up. You should, you no, should I, I've, I've never agreed with that statement. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm not, I, I read this and it was really good. I'm not pro murdering babies, all right? Because I am pro. I, I am pro choice, and I'm not pro murdering babies. I'm pro Becky, who found out at her 20 week anatomy scan that the the infant she had been so excited to bring into this world had developed without life sustaining organs. I'm pro Susan, who who was sexually assaulted on her way home from work, only to come to the horrific realization that her assailant planted his seed in her when she when she could when she got a positive pregnancy test result a month later. I'm pro Teresa, who hemorrhaged due to a uh, placental abruption causing her parents, spouse, and children to have, have to make the impossible decision on whether to save her or her unborn child. Mm. I'm pro Kathy, who had their, her innocent ripped away from her by her by someone she should have been able to trust, and her 11-year-old body isn't mature enough to bear the consequ- consequences of that betrayal. I'm pro Melissa, who's working two jobs just to make ends meet and has to choose between bringing another child into poverty or feeding the children that she already has because her spouse walked out on her. I'm pro Brittany, who realized that she is in no way financially, emotionally, or physically able to raise a child. I am pro Emily, who went from IVF, ending up with six viable implant eggs requiring selective reduction to ensure that the safety of her and a safe number of fetuses. I am pro Jessica who is finally getting the strength to get away from her physically abusive spouse only to find out that she is carrying the monster's child. I am pro Vanessa who went into her confirmation appointment after years of trying to conceive only to hear silence where there should have been a heartbeat. I am pro Lindsay who lost her virginity in her sophomore year uh, with, because of a broken condom and now has to choose whether to be a teenage mom or just a teenager. I am pro Courtney who just found out she's already 13 weeks along but the egg never made it out of the fallopian tube, so either she terminates the pregnancy or risks dying from the internal bleeding. You can argue and say that I am pro-choice all you want, but the truth is I am pro-life. There lives women's lives. Yeah, good, right? I mean, there, there's... Yeah, uh, totally. I mean, there, there are so many instances that somebody might seek an abortion, and the, there's a huge fallacy that it's like people are carrying a fetus to almost to term and then just deciding on a whim. You know what? I decided I don't want to have a baby anymore. Like it's, it's, it's about so much more than that. And a woman in, Oh God, now I can't remember the country. Um, she was just sentenced to 30 years for having a miscarriage and they called it, um, they called it homicide. And that's, what's worrisome about this stuff too, is because now when people have miscarriages, they're going to be looked at, um, suspiciously and potentially where this goes is that there's going to be people getting arrested for having miscarriages. And that's a traumatic time in a woman's life a lot of times. And like then to treat them like a suspect, it's disgusting. There's just, and, and, and then, and then people talk about adoption. I'll really quickly, and then we'll be done with this because I'm just passionate. This is the 
unsolicited talk, serious episode. People talk about like, well, <laughs> then they can just put them up for adoption. Well, first of all, 20,000 kids a year age out of foster care. Like, Just put them up for adoption? What a shitty like. Yeah, and, and if you do the math on that, kids who are on foster care. Yeah, it's, it, if you're truly pro-life, you have to think about all of the factors surrounding it. And, and forcing somebody to give birth if they don't want to probably means that the child won't have a great life. And so it's like, would you rather uh, terminate a cluster of cells or force somebody to live a life where maybe they're going to be in the foster, in foster care, abused, you know, in yeah, and, and you know, the foster care system adopting without having all the, the analytics in front of me. There's clearly a correlation between that and criminal behavior when they're yes. older and more problems for society as a whole. It's like, what do you benefit by having them here? Well, I think it's conservative viewpoint because they need they need a lower class, a, you know, a class that's in poverty to exist in order to remain in power. They need people to be uneducated. They need them to be poor. They need them. They need that voting base. And that's how they think they're going to get it. Because when you think about it, the rich Republicans, they will still have access to abortions. They will still have mm-hmm. the means to fly to a state where it's legal. It is. This is truly affecting poor people, people in, uh, you know, people of color, indigenous people, all of that stuff. It is meant to keep people poor. So I feel very strongly about this and, you, and protest work. That's pick. why in France, they are fucking threatened to burn down everything and they already have universal healthcare. Like that's how shit right. gets done. All yeah, right. You don't, get to pick, so you don't get to pick and choose which scenario that's acceptable for, you know, from those 100%. scenarios I gave you just, yeah. you know, it just have to know that you have to just agree that, that, that some, whichever one you do agree with that they should have the choice to, and it, there's no way to determine which one you can and cannot use. All right. We're going to end on, end with that. I'm, and, and, and good, good on you, Connecticut for already putting in laws in place for the first time ever that will not allow anyone who comes to Connecticut to get an abortion, uh, to be, to be, um, you know, tried on any level or uh you know they're, they're they will protect people uh yeah. so, so against it so hopefully most of the states will follow suit anyway um they i don't I, there's a lot i don't know about that so that's all I'll speak on it let's get the let's try and get a question to lighten the mood here and there's nothing better than doing that than talking to someone who is a complete degenerate asshole. fuck <laughs> complete asshole degenerate fuck let's see let's start with this let's start with this one this is sarah Hey, you guys. Um, I've got a question for Jack. And, you know, Jack is like a know-all, right? So Jack's going to know the answer to this. Jack, it's coming into winter at the moment, and um, I've got this long drive to work. It's about, oh, I don't know, 10, 12 miles, and it's up and down through these rolling hills, twisting, turning, some fog, some cool, some warm, you know, things like this. Anyway, there are two particular spots on this drive where my windscreen fogs up on the outside, but everywhere else, the windscreen fogs up on the inside. Why is that, Jack? Why is it fogging up on the outside? One eight hundred mark. Bye. Testing one. Got to get my microphone right. There we go. Um, Jack, do you know what that? Anything about science? I do. Yeah, my guess would be um... the engine. No, there's there's some reason that there's some vapor accumulating on the windshield that's staying and it's probably because there's just a temperature difference would be my guess i was my guess would be the same that there's some type of temperature it usually happens when you first get in the car and there's a little bit of rain for example and it's like cold and then the engine's hot and the and there's something about the engine letting off some heat there's times in la I'll, i'll get in the car and like the windshield's kind of wet and then you turn on the engine, and then it's like kind of fogged up, and that's because the temperature outside and inside aren't the same. It's something like that. Because then you cool. put on the heaters on the windshield to let it melt away. She was clearly in a car doing that too, without like a headset. Yeah, but I'm sure it's just like. And also, just quickly, Tommy, did you get your wedding photos? Because that seems like you can now give us the name of the person who took the wedding photos, and we can now talk them over. Let us know. Oh no. Uh, yeah, let me let me think on that because I because I'm kind of I'm I'm still waiting I, on. I don't think it's I, I think it's probably best for you not to involve yourself. Yeah, in, yeah I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Listen, actually, they don't do the, good, the annoying thing where you get your podcast listeners. I think I think if people, people really really wanted to find out, they could figure out 
where they came from, but I don't think it's no, no. We actually we're all good now. So yeah, the the, the pictures are really really nice. Some By the really way, cool. in real time, I just got a text right now from a number I don't have saved that said, "Please text me." And so yes. I responded, sorry, I cannot. I was in a plane crash about two months ago, stuck on a deserted <laughs> island with no Wi-Fi. John Stamos <laughs> took his hotspot with him when he left. Now, this is a risk, right? Because this could this could be a real person that yeah. I gave my number to at some point for like a job or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, oh, then I guess you can't come in for that meeting. <laughs> I, I, so I but guess you're on a way, I just decided to see what would happen. Blue so, or green so like, text. Blue like, or I, green hope text. She, I hope they text back. Oh, Kelly, that's really a shame. So I guess you're not going to be able to take the six-figure job with insurance that we're offering. <laughs> you know, the job. Oh, so I guess you're not available you for, for that writing gig. <laughs> Is it blue or green text? It's green. So it's probably. Yeah, I don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody in the entertainment industry is texting me about a job with green texts. And if they would, they'd probably go, Hi, this is Paul from X Company. Uh my yeah. bubbles are green because I like Android. I mean I I I really wonder who it is. This is gonna I hope they respond. I got a couple of those like um the WhatsApp text things, but they yeah. but they're to my normal phone. It's not WhatsApp. They they've progressed, they've moved out of WhatsApp and moved to actual text messaging. I'm not engaging because I don't want to get involved. It's some of them are like too similar to each other. I'm looking for creativity, ingenuity. I'm looking for something new. People don't want us to just remake the hits. I got two I identical. I haven't, ones I haven't checked in with name. Mina in a while. Oh, no, we've we, we actually. I didn't want to like scare away off, so I tried to like back it off a little bit. Yeah. Um. Said, Thanks for finally responding to my WhatsApp message from like two weeks ago, Tommy. Yeah, like she started with great si- silent again with a com- with a question mark, and then she's like, "Good morning." The clouds in the sky are so white. I hope your mood is as white as the clouds. I hope your <laughs> and mood I was is like, white. And I said, uh, "Yeah." I'm like, and I just wrote, "Are you a poet?" <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "No, Happy Mother's Day." And I was like, "All right, same to you, but you're not a mother, are you?" And she said, "Yeah, I'm not a mother, but I have a lot of children. They call me mom." No, I I was divorced five years what? ago. How does wait? <laughs> I I'm not a mother, but I have a lot of children that call me mom. Yeah. And then she said, "I was divorced. I divorced five years ago." And I said, "Uh, divorce. Well, how's that going?" And then she goes, "I don't want to date with someone after I divorce. I just want to focus on my work." And I was like, "Oh yeah. Damn so how right. is how is Damn business?" Right. I said, "So how is business?" She's like. I opened a foreign trade company in Singapore and a joint. The same. She. This is now she's copying the same thing she sent me back in the early days. Uh, I already told you, but she. But then, but this is why I know it's a real person. She goes, but I already told you about that. I already told you that when we first started talking. So uh, I know it's a real person, but yeah. it's partial bot, partial person. You got like no. The, you got to respect that she's a she's a traditional scammer. You know she she didn't go the technology route. She said I'm gonna put it's grassroots love. man. Each scam comes with love. It is it comes from the heart. Well, here it is. I opened a foreign oh, trade company. I opened a foreign trade company in Singapore and a, and a joint venture with a friend in New York to open a garment manufacturing foreign trade company. Sounds very uh, Singaporean, you know, um, and so. But because of the pandemic and the U.S.-China trade restrictions, as you can imagine, my company couldn't function properly. So I had to come to New York to deal with these things myself. So so basically, it's like well, she's just starting a, a relationship with me to bullshit and talk. And it's just like, hey, can you help me get out of this, re- re- you know, by, by investing in this? Like, this is a long term game for somebody. Yeah, she's the Tinder. Who, and, and honestly, I'm not even re- writing ridiculous shit at, at, at this point. So I think she's got me hook, line, and sinker. Now you're <laughs> so in an actual sinker. relationship with her. <laughs> If I send money to this lady, guys, you got to help me out. I think I'm. I think I'm actually. I actually. Three weeks. I'm actually enjoying now, the companionship. Like, no, guys, she's legit. Like she's re- she's really good at what she does. We're like Tommy. No, you're actually- too deep. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, that's nice." Hope thing. And, and I said, "So you have to straighten out all those problems from China, right?" And she said, "Yeah, I'm straightening out problems. But what about your work? You know." So now it's like I'm. I'm in this. I don't know how to get out. Maybe she, she's going to beat me. Invest in one of your projects. Yeah, what work are you? I mean, how can you still be talking to me after the shit I was saying in the beginning? I, I just, I'm, I try. What are you going to say she, your job is? I don't know. You got, I got to come up with a good one. Somebody help me. Um, how about 
say you're a hedge fund manager or something like something where you've got money at your disposal. Well, I think you should have some really crazy job and just say, but how do you spell that? H E D G E. That's how much I know. You're going to really be able to pass for one. Spell it wrong. Do H E J E. Hedge fund. I know. Firstly, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I'll tell her my hedge fund manager while she starts to, t- to talk business and stuff. Then I'll t- start to be like, "What are you talking about?" I, I cut the hedges in front of. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I might work with hedges. I'm, yeah, just say I'm, I'm a, hedge- a hedge manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." But you just said you're a hedge fund. I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, I work with hedges. I'm a, you I'm could a- say you could say you're a hedge manager and say. uh, I have billions in my portfolio. And then if it ever comes back, you're like, yeah, billions of leaves. Like, you know, it's just, I'm doing so yeah. many. Yards. And all the hedges are growing. The hedges are growing strong. I got a, I got a, a lot of green. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of green that it needs some trimming. <laughs> so much. I don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, much I'm throwing I got so away much green, green at this point. <laughs> I got so much green. I'm just chopping it down, da- chopping it down, <laughs> chopping Some, it down to the root. Sometimes I just burn a pile of green in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I got so much green. I'm filling bags with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got so much green. I just have guys handling it for me at this point. I don't cut it. I don't deal with the head. I don't deal with the green. I got, myself these, I got these two great guys, Jose and, and James, who help me with this stuff every week. I know I got these manager at firm in LA, New York, New Jersey. I got so much green these days. I'm filling it. I'm filling bags. <laughs> All right, let's see where that goes. She's pretty spot on. She's always available. So I feel like they, I feel like these scam artists, like they just like are they they take shifts, you know? Or yeah. she's They're committed to her job. She's like, I'm on call all the time. Or if this person's just working a cubicle job somewhere in the United States and they're just doing this as a side thing, like, damn it. What if this or maybe she's just Jack. You know what, guys? Body. I'm a little insulted. Maybe she's just interested in me. I just said that. I said maybe she's just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I she's mean, really not that bad. <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be on the uh, dissolution of marriage paperwork at some point in your life. Uh, uh, Becky you fell Be- in love with Nina, <laughs> the bot. Becky Foster. I do actually have to fix this thing on my phone. Like I can't get, even though this is WhatsApp, for some reason it's connected to my phone and I'm, it's like, it shows up on my phone. So the de- this this thing is literally sitting on my coffee table, like I said, and it's like, bring, oh, it's so sweet. I hope you're having a beautiful day. And it says, Nina, like, this is not easy for me to explain that I'm trying to do a bit for my podcast to my wife that I'm talking to some yeah. dude, some She's like, pretending like to be a lady from Singapore. while I'm here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually keep offering to like show up. I actually, I invited to the gala last week. <laughs> um, here's a message from Becky Foster. I need to vent. I just left the stone. I just, I'll just start this stone shit. I just left the fr- the store and on my way out, I told the lady, have a nice night. She gave me a dirty look. Then instead of putting the car in the metal thing, I walked it over to the person gathering them. Not even a thank you. Ugh. I'd like to vent about other stuff, but I legally can't. Just please send me good, positive vibes. I need them. Also, I need to know where I can send $30 for my Jack bracelet. Love you guys. You're making bracelets yeah. now or something, Jack? Did you say you were going to make a bracelet for someone? Well, you guys were setting the rate for me. Oh, well, yeah. Well, she said $30. I think we set for $30. Yeah. That seems like a bracelet rate. That's not cool. It's not made out of any precious metal or stones or anything. It's like it's they're beads, right? It's plastic from my roommate's room. Yeah, but they're, but they're, but the thing is that <laughs> he just goes your, your fingers, your fingers <laughs> yeah, touched Yeah, I'll split the money with her. <laughs> your fingers touched it, so it makes sense. Yeah. Well, um. Well, Jack. I don't uh, know. I'm not gonna. Jack, what's your address? Your Venmo. I'll figure that out later. My Venmo is. Uh, well, have it. Just send it to the anchor. Yeah, and then put this is for Jack's bracelet. And, and then, then you have to put an address. You have to put an address too. What you want your bracelet to say? Yeah. An email and address. I'll take care of it. Oh, should but we? Then you have to put shipping. Shipping and handle is another five dollars. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. This day and age with gas prices, he's really fun. Bad. And, fun. and only it has to be United States. It's yeah. so uh, expensive in a country. Only United States. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to spend more. But then you also have to tag us in it and take a picture of it for Instagram and post it. There's a lot. But we'll, I'll send you the agreement. Yeah, tag it on Instagram. We'll definitely see it and share it. 
No doubt. Guys, Uh-oh. Can we listen to... was such an on-brand little segment of the chase for our podcast. But I think the guy's wrong. <laughs> well, Uranus is reddish brown. I, I can well, really hear it that well. So I know they were just talking match. about different colored anuses. It says, your Tinder match. Why would you ever send a picture of a fucking planet? If he asks us for a picture of Uranus, it's your fucking butthole. <laughs> well, but... Well, is it spelled the same? Most people's buttholes are reddish brown. I think you're you're a special boy. Wait, what well, is yours? I mean, there's what? Well, it's not blue green or whatever the other one. Dark Just gray. Blood red. Blood red. <laughs> Brownish red is definitely going to be the closest to skin tone. Like they gave bad answers because or, or dry blood. That's his color. It's a bad. It's a misleading question. Ask if a Tinder match asked for it. Well, that, no, it's it is it's meant to be misleading. It's meant. No, to well, it's a, it's, a, it's a bad question. Well, Uranus is written as one word. Yeah, it said if your Tinder match asked for a picture of Uranus, yeah, the what color planet would you send? Obviously, you'd send reddish brown. No. Why would you send an actual picture of the planet on Tinder? The situation doesn't make sense. You're not supposed to add comedy into the answer. You're not like, oh, I it's, would prank them and send a picture. They asked the question. I'm playing the reality of the question. If <laughs> someone on Tinder asked me to send a picture of Uranus... It's not the blue-green planet. Okay, Tommy, now you have to be passionate about something this this podcast because I did abortion. I thought, Tommy would, I thought both of you would have my back on this, which is why I'm <laughs> reacting <laughs> like this. I, I don't, if, everyone, it, it, it depends on how the question was at. If someone asked me to send me a picture of Uranus, which is spelled U-R-A-N-U-S. No, no, it says your Tinder match asks you to send a picture of Uranus. Yes, Uranus like the planet, capitalized. What color planet would you send? Uh, I would say blue, green, blue, brown, and blue, brown, and it's white. It's Tinder. Why would you send a fucking picture of a planet? I, I, because, because it doesn't make sense. Fucking, the question doesn't make any pervert. fucking sense. I'm not a pervert. I mean, I would, I would assume, I would assume that my Tinder uh, matches someone class. Doesn't really want to see my butthole. Google yeah. Uranus. <laughs> Why do I need to send it over Tinder? We all have Google. Because that this is actually a good moral test. If I send that question to someone and they send me a picture of their butthole, I'm I'm swiping a left. Because I don't want it that so, You like, can't that swipe was, like, left. You don't know how the app works. You're it's too late. Your match. How do I get out if I already got a match? How do I get out of a match? You I never got the match. match. <laughs> yeah, I would just be like, I would block that person after I collected it and then but posted then, a picture but of then imagine imagine being the person who got the message like, hey, send me a picture of Uranus. Then you send a picture of your asshole and then they block you. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, so, you really so, wanted a picture of the planet? <laughs> and if someone sent you a picture of the planet, that's actually pretty, even if you wanted the picture of their butt and they sent the planet, I, that's kind of funny. I, I think it's just personality. Any of our listeners who are on um, dating sites or whatever, send this question and see if people immediately go to butthole or if they go to planet and help us settle this, uh, it'll be a good little prank. Right. You can find someone that you kind of weren't that into anyway, but you were drunk and you kept swiping right really fast. And then you wind up matching with someone that you really don't want to go out with. And then ask me if they send a picture of Uranus and spell it Uranus, the country. Yeah, the country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, just misspeaking, but it was <laughs> the best. Uh, we got a message from someone who said this podcast is one of the is one of the reasons I still like being alive. Wish me luck. Oof. Well, <laughs> we love you, and there's no reason. Fuck. 
shit. I don't know if I'm just I don't like that's a lot of pressure or <laughs> I'm, I'm you know You're probably gonna want to end it up this episode. <laughs> no, no, I'm, yeah, exactly. Just a lot of pressure on us, but also if I can, if I'm doing that for somebody, it's it, yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> let's see. I almost spit my water on my keyboard. <laughs> hey gang, as a cook, this is Alex Epi. Hey gang, as a cook, I need to know cilantro, yay or nay. Yay. Are there any other foods you prefer yay. not to eat but would would still eat if given for given for free? Hmm. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm one of those people that cilantro tastes like soap, so no for me. Uh, but really, yeah, my brother That's, is yeah. Too. That sucks. Sandra's good. Um, yeah, yeah I just don't see the point of it. it. I made this like really good dip that everybody loved. Uh, what was it? Super Bowl or something like that. And I was like, Scott, I don't think it tastes like I don't think it tastes too much like cilantro. So can you please just try it? And he's like, sure. And he almost like threw up. He was like, this, this is <laughs> yeah, disgusting. I, 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 I'm not going to gag. I, I'll eat it. And I would. And you'd be if, maybe the consistency is good if it's like qu- kind of cool. But like I also have like rose. I like also like rose water ice cream, which is weird. It tastes like eating a fucking flower, you know, like uh, um, so. I yeah, really I, I get it though because like rosemary, the um, the herb, I fucking hate. And if it's in anything, even if it's a little bit, I will taste it. I will fucking hate it. So I get it. I feel that way about pumpkin nickel. What a worthless seed. Yeah, pumpernickel seeds. Whatever. They're so like. You know, <laughs> who go, said, take your ass to the country, Uranus. Eat your pumpkin nickel. <laughs> pumper, I mean, there's a pumpernickel bread. Get out of here with that. It's gross. <laughs> like, or, or I like those, it. It, or, or fennel is another one that I, mean, I like. Fennel, it's an Italian cookie. No, fennel is like a. It's another seed that gives it some like, like kind black, of a, like long seed, right? Yeah, yeah. It get, it, like they they make tada, like Italian cookies like tadals, those hard round things. They were made with fennel, and for some reason, it gives it like this a little well, spicy. Like an onion. Yeah, weird. It's um, like a, it's just an onion. So yeah, Guys, that's I how have, we feel about that. I have an appointment at five thirty, so I need to. Uh, wrap this up. All right, let's do an- another a digital one, appointment. One or two, and then we'll be. No, I have to go there, but I'm going to Uber to acupuncture. Hey, y'all. Sorry, it's been a while. What is a small penis that hangs upside down? Yeah, it's a bat. You probably guessed that one. Maybe not you, Tommy. Um, but what has a big cock that hangs up? Yeah, we already did that one. Okay. Or, or it's the exact same message. It was so good. I played it again. Uh, here's one from Arnie Colley. I never heard from this person before. Yeah, we have. Hey, Tommy, Jack, and <laughs> Kelly. Just on holidays at the moment and trying pot for the first time. Um, making us laugh a lot. But I'm just wondering, is it supposed to feel like make you happy, like the internet tells me? Or is it supposed to make me relaxed? Is there supposed to be hallucinations? Like, what's the no deal here? Is it a dosage issue? It was edibles, if that makes a difference. Cheers. Bye. Maybe I'm high, but there's little blue dots next to all these messages, but I feel like I've heard that too for some reason. But I don't remember that um, one. I don't remember that one yeah. at all. Weed is like, especially now, there are so many different strains and types of ways you can feel on things. So like there are plenty of people who are like, I had one bad experience with weed, but they probably were just having a strain that didn't sit right with them. So or if had too much. Yeah, if you're interested in finding something, like go to a dispensary and talk to your bud tender and say this is like this is what I'm looking for, a relaxed high or, you know, I want a creative high or energy or whatever it is, they usually have something for you. So there's really no one size fits all feeling. But I laugh a lot usually when I'm high. Yeah. Uh I, I think it's a great time to be in the weed because there's so many options and you could tailor it to exactly what you wanted. Back when I first started smoking weed, it was like you got whatever fucking yeah they sold you on that corner, and it could have been it could have been completely usually- fucking angel. It could be angel dust one week, and then the next <laughs> week you're literally fucking dirt. <laughs> Yeah, and the, re- the reason edibles used to fuck you up so much is because nobody knew how to dose anything, and so it's just like right. They would, they would make like, they, they make a whole tray of brownies, but all of the weed part would be in the right corner, and then that's the one piece you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, buddy ate something from the middle and be like, I don't feel anything, and you ate one, and you'd be high for four days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's much more precise. So, I I would assume most people don't have any crazy re. Or, any crazy reactions to edibles now, but holy shit, growing up, we, I mean, I've had some moments where I'm like, I, I'm not uh, a human. 
<laughs> hey guys, before we go, real quick. So Mina just in, just texted me back Ooh, nice. and after I said that, and she said, "Oh, cool." She's, "Are you trying to invest in cryptocurrency?" Uh oh, <laughs> I think I know the game here. And I said, "I don't know much about it, but I'm not against it." And she said, "Do you want to try it with me? I can guide you step by step." And I was, and then I'm gonna, should I write? I'm, are we still talking about crypto? <laughs> no, I was, about to, I was about to go. I don't know, like how high will it get me or something like that? Will I hallucinate? Hmm. Is oh yeah, to, is like, it an upper I, I, or a downer? No, I'd be like, like I, I'll make like I know that little about crypto. I'll be like, uh, yeah, I'm a little I've afraid of crypto. Really I, I, I'm, I'm supposed, I'm in an outpatient, you know, something along those lines. Oh no, say, say you can't do it because you get drug tested at your job. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do I, I, just say, I can't do crypto because I get I'm gonna get drug tested at my job. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're good at this. Is there a show we can write that's called this? Fucking with scammers. Yeah. Uh, I can't do crypto because I get drug tested at work. <laughs> She's gonna be like, it's so not even worth scamming. This guy is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. He's nah, too stupid to be scammed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's one more message here, and then we're going to wrap it up, fellas, because Kelly's going and I'm. Hey, team. Justin here. Just a quick, quick question. September in LA, what major sporting events are happening mid September, as in uh, NBA, uh, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball? I think it's uh, all happening. Yeah. Because while I'm there, I thought it'd be really cool to take my boys to go see a, um, you know, a full-on sort of sports match and get into the atmosphere of it all. So yeah, um, mid to late September, what major sports will be in LA itself? Have a uh, great day, guys. NFL. And There's NFL for sure. The Rams and the Chargers. So one, the, one of them are always here every weekend from pretty much from the end of August to just through December, January. And then I think September will be still be baseball season. And I assume the based on the way the Dodge, LA Dodgers are playing, they're definitely be playing. So it might yeah. even become closer to playoff time. But, but also September, he, I think he said he was going to be in Anaheim so he could go to the Angels game. Yeah, there's either an Angel, Angels are right there as well. The, the, and and the Angel, actually, Angel Stadium's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's more family friendly. Yeah, uh, Dodger, yeah, Dodger Stadium's a little more like uh, you worry about. You just want to go with the guys because you're like, I don't even want to beat my girlfriend, so I might get hit in the head with something and bleed. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> like, especially okay, Dodgers is not a dangerous place. I don't know it, what you're talking about. Maybe Right. Maybe for you, Jack, as you go like with Jim and you go to through the, through, the, through the good gate and down low by the field. What are you but, talking about? It's all the go, same go game. Go I'm in the, the benches in the back. In I the literally got on the third level. I got a thing of nacho cheese thrown at my head like four years ago at Dodger Stadium. So right. it's what did you do? This not sounds like it's on you. I was wearing a Cubs T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're wearing something, okay, else, well, here's your problem. <laughs> well, I wore a cardinal. I wore a cardinal. You did something wrong. You clearly did something wrong. Bye, Kelly. All right, so Jack, yeah, you don't want to go there. Hey, everyone, we're back. Um, apparently, uh, when Kelly. Kelly hangs up, the whole podcast recording system. <laughs> shuts down so uh we're back Kelly, you, can, you can find her at kelly blackheart on everything and when we go out of this tonight we'll give you the buy that she normally does well wow, i don't think we ever really end without her usually it's um, uh, you can do the buy i guess okay and what also, are you dodgers do? is not it, it's i have never had a bad experience there so yeah because that's because you're not wearing the other team's hats like most but of why would are. you do that that's dumb. because you're not a fan of that particular team and you're rooting for like your team there you might have some problems. Uh-oh. It's called situational awareness. When we went in to see the Raiders play the Broncos, we we decked out in Raiders gear because we knew it was coming. Yeah, you're smart. You'll be protected there. Raider fan, Raiders fans are badass. Just buy an L.A. hat. It'll be good. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyway, but but for, for Justin, there's ton, tons of sport, major sports teams. I actually still believe that soccer is being played as well. So the, there's the L.A. Uh, FC. When does basketball and hockey start? Uh, ba- basketball starts preseason um, in early October, and then they they start okay. the season like November or early November into December, and then hockey same around the same time. Okay. Um, but 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 the definitely LAFC was one of the really awesome sporting events. I don't know if you've ever been, Jack. I have. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing because I've I've never seen anything like that, and I've seen a million sports in my life, but in America to go to an event when the fans are that engaged in something with dancing and singing and a whole just fan section where they created the cheers and mm-hmm. guide the entire game. It's cool. 
It never stops. And they're literally yeah. jumping, and the whole stadium is just bouncing on that one side all day. And I know they went over to Europe to figure out this method on how to figure this out, how to do this. But they, when they built this team before, they kind of they, they had all these people get together before the team even got here. Yeah, there was, a, they there was an NPR. Do it, yeah. Yeah, it was an NPR piece on it. And it was like, and they kind of built this society of people called the Barrios before they even got here, which is, yeah, which I think everybody's kind of trying to do that um, as well. And Kelly just said, sorry, I had to bounce out on you guys, but my Uber just came. All right. All right. Um, everything else is good with you, Jack? I never get to really just talk to you. Kelly's always hogging us with all this downer talk. I know. I know. We should kill the judges. Killer. Um, but tell me what uh, anything new. You're good. You're healthy. Uh, we recorded. Music. What's up? You we recorded, recorded the album. Um, we're just doing final touches on it Thursday, and probably have to do send it off to like a pro mixer because we're just doing the recording right now. Mm-hmm. But we got Very to record cool. it at the house of the guy who created Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, nice. Was it Malcolm? His name Malcolm? No, his name's Linwood, but his wife Tracy is a executive and does music. Oh, that's um, cool. So they have like a side house with a recording studio in it. And so we that's got so it's so LA. My awesome. every recording, my guest house, I have a recording yeah. studio. It was it was awesome. There's a zip line. I did that a bunch. It was really cool. Very nice. But hopefully, so Jack Jack's gonna well. be a musician. I'm right now working on this. Uh, if anyone's curious what I'm doing, I'm working on the Summit of the Americas right now. What is that? Which is basically at it's gonna be at LA Live, the Microsoft Theater, on June 8th, and every president. From every country in the Western Hemisphere, the Americas will be at the will be in Los Angeles. Wow! It's a, it's a kickoff night of like some summit where all these presidents get together. So, the security on this thing, as you can imagine, is insane. So, what is and, your uh, role? I'm one of the producers of the event, so I'm kind of putting together the whole package right now. I'm just dealing with trying to put together uh, the cost for the White House, um, and we have a call with the White House wow. on Friday to uh, you know with our government, the White House to figure out you know what they're going to pay for what we're going to pay for and then we have the then I'm going to jump on the other side to figure out the flow of show we have like Gloria Estefan uh Carrie Washington's going to be a host and Eva Longoria is going to be a host uh the governor of California speaking the mayor of Los Angeles is speaking and the president of the United States is speaking so it's a logistical nightmare on top of choruses the United States marine band uh you know all this different music acts in between um, but it, it should be like four or five thousand people in the Microsoft Center in LA at LA's downtown live, and it, I guess it's a pretty cool experience. You know, it's another. It's, I, I really, honestly, at this point, wanted to just start enjoying, enjoying my summer, and I feel like I bit off more than I wanted to chew at this point. But uh, you know, it's just another <clears throat> feather in my cap. Some weird things I've done. So that's, well, you can take a little break after you finish it. Yeah, my break, by the way, is you know people are traveling. You know that, but I'm going to go like a, a wedding in Ireland, uh, the Fourth of July. Oh wow! And then right from there, since I'm and I'll be leaving from New Jersey to do that. I'm I'm all about cutting trips in half. I don't like to fly more than like six hours at a pop. So I figured I go back to New Jersey for a week or two, see my family, get some beach time. Then we go to this wedding Fourth of July in Ireland, and then from Ireland we're going to go to uh, the Malfi Coast of Italy for two weeks and kind of mm-hmm. do Ro- Rome, the Malfi Coast, Positano. All that, you know, beach, beach loving there. And yeah. for first two weeks in July, at the end of the trip, we'll head back up to northern Italy through Tuscany for some wine tasting, end up at Lake Como. And then from there, stop in London. Have not been there. Again, got to keep my trip short. And then from London to New Jersey, New Jersey for a week, <laughs> and then back to LA. So I'm pretty much going to be, once I hit the road in uh, uh, the 4th of July weekend, I'm pretty much going to be gone for a month probably. It sounds like it would be longer, right? Yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. I have a feeling you do enough traveling out of the country, and I'm, I'm sure you have done a lot more than I have, that you kind of, you kind of, um, you yearn for, for America. Um, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't. A lot of people like jumping around. I just, uh, I keep travel to a minimum because of cost and also just like uh, vacation to a sense, like after you travel somewhere, you have to give yourself another break. You need yeah. a break from the break. Well, this is my honeymoons, technically. Yeah. And I would never went on a honeymoon. So that's like that's why the costs are kind of taken care of with like, you know, wedding wedding gifts. But uh you're right. It's an expensive thing. And especially if you go places where you don't know the language, I imagine it's almost stressful. Yeah. It's like, how, do I, how do I say get a car? You know? <laughs> carro, carro. Yeah. 
I know. I'm like, Jackie's like trying to learn how to speak Italian now. I'm like, it's like four weeks away. Like, if <laughs> if, if, if you think you're going to get fluent, you know, I mean, I, I just want to be able to, I, I know sp- some Spanish and I could probably get through Italian to a certain degree because I mean, they both have, they're you both know how Latin to order. Areas. You know how to order your Yeah, yeah the food, food's there. not going to be a problem for us at all. You just She's have to learn great. the other words, taxi, airport, and then you're good. Yeah, bar, restaurant, right, left, car, don't kill me. Help me, um, you know. You know I'm what I American. want. You know what I want to do, which uh, what made me think of it. Like, I want to get like a. Is there like a? You think there, I got to check online? I don't know why I'm even asking this, but yeah, is there a chart of like macaroni? Like Jackie, like can look at a whatever we go to a restaurant. She could just look at the noodle, whatever form it is, and know exactly what it is. Like, oh yeah, as, sure as Italian as I am, up, I'm not that up, good at that yet. Just look up pasta shapes. Yeah, but I want to know them all. You know, because I'll be there. I think there's like 26 or something. Wow. Now that that I gotta know. Yeah, she probably knows all twenty six. If I showed her a shape, that's a good game to play. You can tell me what kind of pasta it is. Let me look up pasta shapes real quick. I'm sure I want like pasta yeah, shapes and like, names. There we go. Oh yeah. But I don't want they, but you can't tell by when they're not cooked yet. You know, because they're they're deceiving. Those little bastards. Once they get in that water for a little while, they do change it on you. They get all. Oh, wow, there are looking. some I've never heard of in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It gets really complex. And it would be kind of cool to, to oh, if you if you had that knowledge on the tip of your tongue, you'd be pretty cool anytime you went out to eat with, oh, try the tagatelli. It, uh, yeah, how does it taste? Good. It tastes like everything else. It's just shaped different. <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure. Well, they do. Some of them are made a little different. And they do taste different. Like, I don't know. This is riveting. Um <laughs> you got anything? Should we should we bow out? How long have we been going? Uh, we're we're good. We can go. We're good. All right. Is everyone going to be sad if we're gone? Probably. Like Always. That guy. Don't worry. Keep living. You want to keep living? Uh, I'm gonna here's my outro. So anyway, you can find me at Walking with Tommy on Instagram, JackHackett.com. Yep. And uh, that's about it. Thanks for hanging with us today, guys. Bye.